This is Shanique Gilbert, and welcome to the Hear Me Out Podcast. This is episode seven, and let's get it going. First and foremost, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the seven others on that plane, that helicopter on that crazy Sunday. Tragic. Tragic. Rest in peace, Mamba. Forever and ever. Number eight, number 24, Mamba mentality. And um, thank you for all you did to just push work ethic, push getting better, push never being comfortable, just being pushing for perfection and <clears throat> whatever you do. It doesn't only apply to basketball, but for a lot of us ballers, because I was one, it, it just it was a lifestyle and a culture. He came in 96, maybe, 90-ish. And um, that was my year of high school. So that's when I was a real baller. But rest in peace, y'all. Uh, uh, it, it just tore us apart. Shout out to the Lakers organization. LeBron James and them for having a, a really good, nice tribute um, at the Staples Center. I hope they change it to the Kobe Center, which they probably won't because money's involved. But uh, kudos to that organization. Uh, it was just tragic for the world. And we know Kobe's not perfect, just like all of us. We have flaws, but Kobe owned his, went to court for his. Had a lovely wife, family, and it's just tragic. I feel for his wife, Vanessa. God bless you. You have to mourn two people, your husband and your thirdborn. Now you have to be a single parent, unfortunately. So just a quick moment of silence for Kobe being Bryant. Forever Laker, 20 years. Forever impacting lives. Forever transforming and being a hype man and a fan for women's basketball. Girls basketball, we appreciate you, man. Someone of your stature giving us love and showing that to the others in the world, it's okay to support women and girls basketball. Thank you, Kobe. So... Fam, this is February, a.k.a. Black History Month. And um, I just want to kind of touch on what does black history means to me. To me, black history means everything. It's the culture. It's everything from arts to music. That's what people kind of point out the most. But it's about black is so beautiful, y'all. Everybody want to be us and that's no disrespect everybody want to know what it means to be strong to survive to know how to survive to adapt to overcome i don't know if black history is as relevant as it was when i was growing up because my teachers most of them majority from kindergarten to at least middle school, maybe high school too. 
they all lived through the civil rights movement. So they, we didn't need a book to teach us. We had moments, we had pictures, we had uh, publications, newspaper articles from that era. <clears throat> and they all were educated, you know? That, this, that's what black history means to me. The culture, the past, my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta sorority incorporated. That, that's what black history means to me, y'all. I am black history. I am proud. And I wish that the younger generation can see that, but they're, they're a little different. They don't really see the color that we see. But for my generation and up, it's our job to educate them and continue to be the, the best examples as possible. Education is key. Knowledge is power. But black history is so important to me. We have to enlighten the youth. They do not see what has been done unless they watch a documentary like Who Killed Malcolm X or something else. It's not, And, and people always remember the... the, the the figures that was out, but not the, I guess you want to say little people. We are the little people. So congratulations on being strong sister and brother. It is more than, it's a culture. That's what we do it for. To my coaches, the the women coaches, the men coaches, breaking barriers. You know, the CEOs, the doctors, the nurses, the engineers, the pilots. The hackers, the intelligent officers, the military officers, the builders, the carpenters, the singers, the producers, the writers. All right, Issa Rae. Those things. That's why we were just decided to have President Obama and Mrs. Obama. It was more because nobody ever said that would happen. We are still celebrating the first of something to do in our race and culture. Oh, have we come a long way. But black history to me means everything. It, it just it, it's different now. It, it's church. Church is singing. It's praise and worship. It's camaraderie, it's fellowship, it's food, y'all. Food! Let me eat that! Fried chicken. All the stuff to give you high blood pressure. <laughs> Pound cakes. Macaroni and cheese. Ham. Yams. All that. Oxtails. I know a lot of y'all like that other stuff, like the pet feet and stuff. I don't, I'm good on that. It's the hot sauce, y'all. It's just black is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I hope the younger generation knows how beautiful they are just because of who they are. Self-empowerment. That is black history. So I'm proud. And I love all people. Those who respect me, I respect you. Period. But I'm a proud, educated, strong black woman who is not perfect. 
but I try to be the best version of me and help someone else out if I can, because that's how I was raised. And I, you know, try to be happy along the way. So for the culture news, we're going to get right to it. Shout out my boo, my man, Jay-Z, Sean Carter, and the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, uh, it was a good Super Bowl, by the way. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I, I believe the running back should have been the MVP, not the quarterback. But, you know, anyway, the halftime show was lit. Let's start off by the entertainment. That was that is why Jay Z's there for the most part. Yolanda Adams did a phenomenal job um, singing "America the Beautiful." She's such the greatest singer right now. Uh, with effortlessly come through. I didn't necessarily like her blazer outfit with the cow prints, but it didn't matter. She's a tall, beautiful black woman. And she just sing, man. The girl got a gift. Um, the national anthem was sung by Demi Lovato. She did an excellent job as well. Um, good job, Jay-Z. And then um, Rock Nation Super Bowl halftime show in Miami was um, entertained us by J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira started it out. It was like a Latino swing. Shout out to the Latino culture down south at home. You know, the unforgotten, because people always think of the hood when you think of Miami. But now they're turning around. They're getting some love. J-Lo did her thing. Shakira did her thing. They both look great, especially for their age. So I give them a round of applause. It was very entertaining. Now, if you want to talk about how it sounds, I mean, eh. <laughs> I, it was just more of an entertainment and um, they both are signed to Rock Nation with Jay-Z. Hello. But they, they was very entertaining. Um, and it was geared to entertain the men, I'm assuming. But I liked it. I, I thought it was, you know, I liked it. Um, I didn't know all the songs, but I love the twist. I love the flavor. And Jay-Z did a great job for the halftime show. Rock Nation was relevant all weekend. That weekend before at the Grammys as well. Alicia Keys hosted the Grammys and she signed by uh, Rock Nation and she gave a super, super culture tribute. So that was dope. Kudos to you, Sean Carter. Um, people tried to give him and Beyonce flat for not standing for the national anthem. But Jay-Z made a statement and said, I was listening to the sound. I wasn't even thinking about standing. If I wanted to make a protest, he would have known. So, period. Great job, Jay. Love you. <laughs> With more culture news, just talk about a couple movies I watched this month and just want to put out there. Maybe you could watch it too. Uh, and, and I'll give my view. So, the first one I'm going to give is a thumbs down to the Harriet Tubman movie. I didn't see it in the movie theaters, but I saw it on demand. So, you know, I was perusing through my demand. I said, oh, the Harriet Tubman movie. Uh, it was good acting. Jonelle Monet did good. The woman who played Harriet Tubman did good. I just didn't like the storyline. I guess some things are best and to be left alone. 
uh, I, when the movie was over, I was like, oh, okay. She did all, you know, she was a phenomenal woman. And thank you, Miss Tupman, for everything you've done for our culture, our history, and, and the lives, the many lives you save, and the boldness to be a strong black woman. But I was not a fan of this movie, and I am a pro-black movie person, especially when it involves history, because I'm a historian at heart. So thumbs down for the storyline, but kudos to the producers and the writers and actors who who made it possible for them to make it to the big screen. So kudos to you guys. Um, I also saw on demand the movie Black and Blue. Now, I'm giving that two thumbs up. It was a good movie. Tyrese was in it. Um, they had a good good acting cast. Good storyline too, y'all. So it wasn't as predictable, but the previews did kind of tell you what's about to happen. <laughs> but pretty much, Rookie Cop. Got in with an old veteran dirty cop, saw the wrong thing, and they tried to wipe her out. They were dirty cops killing kids in the neighborhood. They killed the wrong person. Someone that was the big dog, big dope dealer, um, guy's cousin, something like that, or brother. So they went on a chase with her. Tyrese ended up helping her because pretty much they're from the same neighborhood, but the police treated him like the average brother in the situation right before he was about to help her so it, it was and the main thing they were trying to get her to get her uh you know the little recording they have on so that they could wipe it out but justice served itself and it was a positive ending you should check out black and blue Uh, the last movie I watched that I've been watching is the, it's on Netflix. Uh, the documentary called Who Killed Malcolm X? Who Killed Malcolm X? Really good, um, really good film. Uh, it was uh, produced and all the work been done by Mr. Abdur Roman Mohammed. Excuse me if I uh, mispronounce your name, sir. Kudos to you. I know you've been doing this for over 20 years. His aim was, why don't people, why doesn't it bother people that we don't know who killed Malcolm X? First and foremost, Malcolm X is one of my most favorite. History. Because um, I have a few and I can say people, you know. But anyway, I love Malcolm X. He's number one on my book because he was a man who spoke up when nobody did. And he was a man, when he saw that he was wrong, he spoke up against what he believed. I just believe in, you know, following what you believe, but speaking up when you're wrong. And he transitioned to a great man, but it ended his life. So pretty much, he relived the life of Malcolm X and how he got to uh, follow the nation of, uh, of Islam uh, under the direction of the honorable elijah muhammad excuse me for my ignorance but i'm assuming i'm supposed to say that whole title even though i don't know him and salute to all my muslim brothers and sisters um crazy the power the nation had uh the the, the united states fbi under the direction of j edgar hoover that boy that boy whoo 
He was a dirty old man, but he tapped everything. Um, the nation was Elijah Muhammad. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad was the most sought out um, man that was wiretapped and had the most informants. People thought it would have been um, Malcolm X or uh, Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. No, they, they taught the facts. They had people, FBI, old people on the case and everything. So long story short, the FBI really killed Malcolm X. According to the documentary, they felt threatened and they wanted to separate Malcolm X and um, the the Honorable Minister, oh shoot, how about to say Minister Farrakhan, Elijah Muhammad. Uh, they wanted to separate the two and cause a rift so that it won't be two people in power because the nation had its own. They had its own school, its own food, its own shops. He even had a way of life, how to live. So he didn't want people consuming alcohol or nothing. So, of course, that's going to take money out of their pocket. And they they had their own military, the fruit, y'all. They were called the fruit or something. Check out the documentary. But what I was getting to is that because of all the things that the government put out, saying Malcolm Metz is going against the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and saying this and that, that called a riff. He separated because Elijah Muhammad put Malcolm X on a 90 day, uh, pretty much muted him and from, and, and with the expectation not to bring him back because it's how he kept talking about things he told him not to talk about. Like when president Kennedy got assassinated, he made a comment about it. But what Malcolm X was pretty much telling everybody, look, y'all could do your nonviolence, but they beating on us too, so we need to fight back. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad didn't want that message out. He just preferred to prepare his people and not talk about it. And Malcolm X said, no, sir. So Malcolm X went on his pilgrimage, came back formed his own group they took his house away and they bombed his house they did a lot of stuff to the brother but they say he knew he was gonna die but come to find out it was a mosque from uh new jersey and some brothers that did it um, they, they set the whole thing up but the crazy part y'all the fbi had like informants everywhere malcolm x personal bodyguard was an fbi informant he never knew. Uh, it was just crazy. What I'm trying to say. Check out the documentary. It was legit, man. It, it starts off slow. I'm not even going to lie. It starts off slow. It's the basic stuff we know about Malcolm X. And it keeps going, going. And finally, it kicks in after the third one. So check it out. But shout out to Mr. Abdur Roman Mohammed. Uh, thank you for the work you did, sir. And I don't know how your conversation was, but it was a great documentary. Malcolm X is one of my favorite people in history. And and I just, to be honest, I feel the most bad for his wife, guys. She was there when they bombed the house, the fire. And, and she was there, and the kids too. And they were there when they um freaking shot him to death. 
And they found out the first shot, the shotgun killed them, not the other shots. So it was so much. And they just, you got to watch it because I don't want to say too much. But a lot of stuff was covered up. But it's just crazy how they had so many informants. I hear about the Black Panthers and Dr. King camp, but this was legit informant. So anyway, great, great, great. I, I recommend it, but you got to be patient with it. Um, but it, it reveals a lot. And it's crazy how, you know, some things you don't want to reopen. Sad, but... The truth is in that, and it has a lot of evidence, so check it out. I just want to give a black excellent shout out to a new podcast I'm listening to uh, by Karen Hunter. This is Karen Hunter, her podcast. This is Karen Hunter is pretty good. It's it's not long at all. It's quick. Make her point. Keep it going. She was watching the um, Abdur Rahman Muhammad, um, who killed Michael Metz, documentary on Netflix as well, and giving her view. So I always like to tap into the history. But shout out to her, man. Thank you for what you do, sister. Live your best life. Keep impacting lives. And then we're going to move on. Move on. <laughs> Couple more shout outs. Shout out to my fabulous girls basketball team. We out the playoffs, but I am proud of them. We lost five players coming in the season right before August. Well, right before October, rather. Whether it was um two severe injuries like ACLs. Severe ankles, one just medically can't go no more. And everybody else stepped up as best as we could or they could. Young team, uh, one person going to play in college for my two seniors. The other one, I think she decided not to, but she has offers. And we rolling with it. We roll with it. We won the conference, which we haven't won in maybe three, four years. Um, And we lost in the district championship game to, I feel, well, is the number one team in our, how do you say, division in the state, not the number one team in the state, if you get what I'm saying. So we're proud of our accomplishment, district champ runner-up. Eh. And um, we didn't get an at-large bid, which is a, lo- a new rule in our state. If you can see my face. <laughs> but anyway, so our season was over, we found out last week. And um, it was tough because we just knew it was moving forward because we had a hard behind schedule. I really want to say ass. But um, I'm really proud of them. Shout out to my assistant coaching staff. So I just want to give y'all a shout out. I don't know if I, I seriously doubt they listen to this. And I don't know who else listened, but I love my girls. They made me better coaches this year. Shout out to all my friends, families, and coworkers who supported me. And my Saras, who came out to some of the tournaments and games. Appreciate y'all. It means so much. It means so much. Y'all just don't know. Because I ride for y'all too, all right? Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out podcast featuring your girl, Shanique Gilbert, y'all. Since it's uh, February as well, grab your loved one, your boo, your boo thing. 
your other person, your significant other, tell them you love them or you like them a lot. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Until next time.